0: I Love Mortgage Brokering, Episode 14. The only podcast for brokers, by brokers. I Love Mortgage Brokering will inspire you to up your mortgage business. Join your host, Scott Peckford. Hi, Broker Nation. I'm thrilled to introduce our guest today, Matt Key. Matt is a mortgage broker based out of Calgary, Alberta. He is with Mortgage Architects and has been a mortgage broker for seven years. How are you doing today, Matt? Very well. Thank you for having me. So, Matt, before we begin, I'd like you to just tell us a little bit about yourself and your business.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh yeah, like like you said, I've been in the in the uh, mortgage industry for 7 years. I I love my job. It's, you know, the, as far as the business side goes. I get people mortgages. That's that's really what it comes down to. First mortgages, second mortgages, second properties, etc. Uh outside of my business, uh at one point in my life, I actually was a uh, a broke musician. <laughs> Believe it or not. So, yeah. That those days are behind
0: me, though. So did you come from uh, being a musician right into mortgage brokering, or was there a transition in there?
1: There was a little bit of uh, sales transition in there. Um, I actually started off in retail for the sales part uh, with some big chains. And uh, the good thing about working in these big chains is that uh, their sales training is so aggressive that any person in sales, I would recommend they start in retail, big retail companies, because the, the training you do get out of that
0: is just, top-notch so what about family and such
1: oh absolutely yeah married for this will be my this year will be five year five years married been with the same woman for 15 years we have two two amazing kids one one two-year-old girl winnie and a uh, five-month-old boy miles and uh yeah they're the they're the focus of my life now so it's wonderful
0: they keep you busy
1: they do absolutely without a doubt without a doubt they do so it's fun though
0: Oh yeah, they're and there's always they're always changing. Like I find my kids are a bit older than yours, but you know, whenever a phase comes, they they hit it, and then when you you think you can't handle it anymore, it changes and there's something new. So,
1: isn't that the truth, right? Isn't that the truth? No.
0: okay, so b- before we dive into your story, I'd like to ch- ask you a success quote. I always I love quotes and I, they get me thinking. Yep. And so I'd love you to share a quote that you have uh, that's m- impacted you, and and also a specific example of how you've you applied it to your life or business.
1: Sure, absolutely. Um, I I actually live off of of, uh, many quotes in my life. They're they're kind of very almost every quote that you read is super inspirational. But what has been ringing with me in the last year or so is uh, this specific quote. Um, The uh, someone, a very good friend of mine, told me. She she said to me, "Matt, one of my greatest strengths is knowing all my weaknesses." And uh, and as far as applying it to my business or life, um, in any business, mortgage, brokering, real estate, or whatever business you're in, um, there's always room for improvement. And it's good to know where your faults are. Um, and, and it's also good to know to, to either fix those faults or just know to stay away from it. And a lot of times people will try to fix it but shouldn't, shouldn't fix it and should just stay away from it. Or a lot of times people should know that it's best to fix it and then it will better your business um and an example of that is uh relationship building for example right so so uh when I first started brokering um i wasn 't good at at uh, building relationships with realtors or referral sources. I just kind of expected it and uh it 's been something that uh, i i've quickly learned that this is this is more of a this is a challenge for me and this is something that I should fix because it 's going to make my business better if i start Properly treating um, my referral sources—realtors, lawyers, financial planners, uh, even friends and family—right. So, so that I, I think that's uh, that was that's been kind of my model for the last year. Is one of my greatest strengths is, is knowing my weaknesses.
0: So, how? That's a great. That's a great quote, by the way. I love that. That's yeah. one of my greatest strengths, yeah. is, and for sure. So, you either have to. Find other people to cover over those weaknesses, or uh, you know, avoid try to avoid those areas, or avoid improve everybody. them. If you're not
1: good at it, yeah, exactly right. If you're not good at it, don't, don't, you know, don't even try, right? Because uh, it, it could it could either uh, be be very very bad. It could end up very it could, it could end up being a disaster if uh, if if you if you try to do something that you just know you're not good at. Um, one of those things for me personally is cold calling. I, I'm not. I'm not a fan of cold calling. I'm, uh, I get very nervous cold calling. I don't like cold calling. I, I find myself mumbling, uh, and uh, and um, rambling on uh, when it comes to cold calling, and I, I just do a very poor job. So I tend to stay away from from uh, from uh, cold calling and just focus on what I know best, which is uh, uh, harnessing relationships with with past and. Past customers, past clients, past uh, referral sources, and, of course, my friends and family.
0: So a quick question on that about the relationship building. And you're right. Some weaknesses, you can just hire somebody, but some weaknesses are actually kind of crippling. And you have to, like, if you couldn't build relationships, it's going to be tough to be a successful mortgage broker. So how did exactly. you specifically, what, what? give me a couple of tips or give the listeners a couple of tips on how you went from not being, you know, maybe the most relational guy to being be, becoming turning it into something that became a strength for you.
1: Yeah, and, and uh it's it's uh okay, well let me think. The uh the biggest thing here was when I learned to build relationships, Scott, it was it was more so what I learned quickly in building relationships is that I have to be myself, right? And uh not try to pretend to be be someone else. And I and I think that was, was key for me when I started building these relationships with with realtors that I didn't know. Uh, number one and it also it also helped with uh with um with friends and family um I wasn't trying to pretend to be some some amazing mortgage broker um I just laid it out to them. This is what i do uh ultimately i'm um I'm, I'm an open book and if you guys have questions. Just come to me first, kind of thing. So, so uh, I guess as far as the uh, tips, it's definitely yeah, be, be yourself uh, when when coming to build relationships.
0: Does right, that make sense? There, people yeah, can smell when people are being phony. Anyway, there's like you just get this sense of someone. You go something's off. You don't know what it is. They're either they're either uncomfortable well, or be- they're lying. Like it and it puts up. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. You immediately put your guard up.
1: Well, and that's that's absolutely it, and and uh, I I think you hit the nail on the head there. You could absolutely tell if someone's being fake or not, and and uh, to me that's one of the worst qualities anyone could have in business and in life. Right? Don't just just try to be yourself, because uh, ultimately people will 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 use their mortgage broker number one because they like you. Right, uh, and you'll get referrals because uh, not only did you did a wicked job on on getting them a perfect product and a perfect rate, uh, and gave the service they deserve, but ultimately, if you if you get a connection with your clients, they're going to refer you because they like you, right? And, and they're only going to like you if you are being yourself, right? So
0: that's good. Okay, so this actually ties perfectly into my next question, which is about sure. failure. And I know that I've made my share of mistakes in as an entrepreneur and a mortgage broker, but if I look back, there's always a lesson in them. And so can you share about an, an example, maybe a different one, because it sounds like it was an area that was a potential failure, but uh, an area that you made a uh, either in sales process or something to do with your business. That was a failure that looking back, there was actually a lesson in it so that we can learn from it.
1: Absolutely. And, uh, the, the, uh, what, what pops up to my head there first is, is, uh, going back to that relationship building. There's so many missed opportunities, uh, that, uh, uh, that there's so many opportunities, sorry, that I missed, uh, and it's something that that you know kind of lingers in the back of your head. You go, oh, why didn't I do that, or why didn't I follow up on that, or how come this never happened to me? Um, and 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 as much as I hate. You know, looking back at the past of all my fa- failures, uh, the whole idea is that these things are there to make you stronger. And the uh, the whole idea, sort um, of to give an example is, uh, do you want a specific example, Scott? Is, is that what you're looking for?
0: Yeah, so maybe a specific example of when looking back, you're like, hey, you know, that relationship, maybe I didn't handle as well as I could have. And here's what I sure. learned from
1: yeah. it. Well, and, and that's exactly it. Okay, well, to be Super specific. I, I had a uh, when I first started brokering, um, a realtor uh, who happens to be one of the one of the more higher producing realtors here in town was using me quite exclusively, and uh, I, I've learned I learned a lot from the business he was sending me. But I never, I never harnessed that relationship. I never I never, I just expected it that he he would just give me give me the business uh, left right and center kind of thing. But uh, because I neglected his needs. Um, I ended up losing that relationship, uh, that business relationship. We're still friends to the the day, but there's no business uh, interactions anymore. So it's a little bit upsetting that way because the only person I could blame is really myself now that I have been broken for seven years, I understand there's relationship in everything we do. Uh, and, and, uh, uh including relationships with the banks, uh, relationships with our clients, relationships with our, our referral sources. And it's, and it's, uh um, best <laughs> to not expect and to, and, and not to ignore their needs. Right. So definitely learning a lot from that. I, I have learned that is probably the number one thing that I have learned uh, in the last seven years, uh, about, uh, about uh, relationships
0: wise right yeah those hurt when you have that sort of uh, you know a really st- a strong supporter of your business and then it's gone mm-hmm. and you're like now you got to replace them and and right if you look yep. back you know that hey you've t- you got to take ownership for that relationship and the part that you played in it so good on you for learning it and I'm sure that you know you're going forward the relationships you're forging now are will be stronger because of it
1: well yeah that's exactly it Scott you got it
0: So uh, the one thing I noticed talking to successful mortgage brokers is they always have systems and processes, sales systems, they have follow up systems, they have, you know, Mm -hmm. administrative processes. So and I love to get specific on this, because this is where I feel like we as brokers can really learn from each other. Uh, So do you have a specific, I like it, I'm going to ask you about two parts first. The first part's about the administrative or the paperwork side of the business. So do you have a, a process that you were using that wasn't working and that you tweaked? And made an adjustment to and can you share what sort of out what what it was and what sort of outcome you got from making an adjustment
1: absolutely and 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 like any anything in life it's always there's always room for improvement I'll, I'll tell you this much when when I started brokering, I was the worst at following up I was the I didn't send out birthday cards I didn't do uh, mail outs or anything like that when when we when we transferred over to mortgage architects They introduced our program called Exemius, which is available to all all the brokers across Mortgage Architects. Uh, It's a great CRM tool that uh, that I rely heavily on. And and um, um, the whole what I love about Exemius is that the it's more of a back to basics kind of tool. You know, we're we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're just trying to make the, the the wheel better, if you will, right? The 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 Exemies tool that we have uh, keeps us in the in the front, uh, not even the front, in the middle of our clients' minds. Um, but the whole point is, we're on our clients' minds um, three or four times a year. Um, and it's, uh, and I don't really have to do anything for it. Um, the, the, uh, does everything for me, set it and forget it kind of tool for, for us brokers, but we know it's a valuable, valuable tool. And it's something that is uh, always changing and evolving and getting better. If you ask me, um, and it definitely has increased, uh, my volume, uh, personally, just, just by, just by utilizing the, uh, the Exemius tool. Other than that, Scott, I don't think I do anything else. I don't uh, I don't
0: think I do anything else outside of
1: Exemius for uh, CRM tool-wise.
0: Okay, no, that's good. Yeah, I, I've actually, from these interviews, I've been talking to other people from MA, and, and I'm with MA, so I actually went in and turned on some of the programs they have, like the birthday mm-hmm. one, and it's actually yeah. pretty, it's pretty awesome, and, and I feel a little bit sheepish that when it first they first rolled it out and they told me the name, I honestly thought it was a skin condition. You know, I'm like, what? What's Exemius? What a terrible
1: yeah, yeah, like name! And so, <laughs> yeah, right. I,
0: I, exactly, I was like, I can't, I can't use this. But then I'm talking to people and I'm like, okay, I, you know, enough people, smart people tell me that it works. I'm gonna turn it on and see what happens. And I've been getting some pretty cool results from it. So. I uh, I agree with you. Well,
1: and and, the, and that's exactly it, Scott. The, the birthday cards, for example, I I, uh, uh, I turn it on, and then uh, about a month ago, I get a reply email from a client saying, "Hey, thanks for the birthday wish. That was really great. By the way, uh, what do you you know? What are rates looking like these days?" Kind of thing. So so uh, it definitely brings the, the our names. Right back to the front of their head to think uh, to think uh, of mortgages again or or real estate or or, or their finances and and uh, it's one of the great and and, it, and they do it in a nice way where you're, it's not pushy it's not too much in your face um, and you know I'm one of those people that that hate spam right uh, I'm not I'm not a spam liker so th- so this is this is uh, this tool is, is to me is very classy and it's done uh, quite elegant and.
0: And uh, yeah, it,
1: it does. It does uh, produce some volume uh, on it kind of thing.
0: So right, and it's automatic, which is, which is which awesome.
1: is It's automatic, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so the next yeah. question I'm going to ask you about is about a sales process, but I'm going to be a little bit more specific with you because I know a little bit about your business, and I know that when we were chatting sure. offline, we were you were telling me that Facebook is one of your major sources of your business, and I'm completely yeah. confused and. Interested in this, so I'd love you to share about how you're using Facebook, or how how, how to how can a mortgage broker use Facebook effectively?
1: Exactly, it's got. Kind of, I have a, I have a, a joke with my wife that I tell her Facebook is my full time job. All right, so uh, she she's not a fan that I'm always on on Facebook, but ultimately, um, and, and 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 we we were talking o- offline um, how it's a little bit of an anomaly, and um, it might. It, it, it might be an anomaly i don't know um, I'm fortunate to be born and raised in Calgary and when you're born and raised in calgary you're, you're able to meet a lot of people throughout your whole life in one city and so so I'm fortunate to have quite quite a lot of uh, uh, connections and friends on facebook and and don't get me wrong it's not my only business tool, but it is a very huge part of of my uh, my book of business it it accounts to about forty percent of 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 my uh my book, my volume book. Um, the the uh, yeah, the whole idea is uh, uh, you know just shoot, shoot out things once in a while um, on your personal page uh, and create create. A, uh, I've also created a, a business page, uh, Facebook.com/yycmortgages. Um, And uh, it it doesn't just cater to me. It caters to, uh, sorry, it doesn't, it doesn't just focus on me as a broker. YYC mortgages, um, sorry, facebook.com slash YYC mortgages is, is about Key and associates, my, my team. So, so I I do it in a way where um, uh, the, the, uh, it's not about me. It's about, it's about the business. It's about, it's about the client. It's about my friends. It's about my family, um, and I'm here to answer any questions. And, and the good thing with having uh, a lot of friends is is they, the friends. If you have good friends, they care about you. They care about your business. Um, and if and if you're nice to them, they'll be nice to you, kind of thing. And it's it's uh, it's uh, it's 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 a great tool for for me. If it's fortunate to have a lot of people on your on your Facebook Facebook page. Do you know what I'm saying, Scott? I I don't know really how to explain it besides the fact that I just have a lot of friends on
0: Facebook and uh, and uh, they check in once in a while on you on know behalf, what I, I, okay I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll maybe I'll be a little more specific with my question so can you maybe share with sure. me a, a, a specific example of something that you do with Facebook that maybe has ter- translated into a deal so something that a, you know a, a, either a habit or a maybe even the last deal that you got from Facebook so what what happened? Sure. Can you explain that just so we can get thinking how you think? Because I, honestly, I, okay, for me, sure. Facebook yeah, is that's, not that's a business the, thing. The,
1: the, the Facebook thing for me is I don't I don't throw up everything Facebook-related uh sorry, I don't know, mortgage related. Not Facebook related, mortgage related. So I don't I don't post up interest rates. I don't post up what's going on in the mortgage industry. I actually post up things that uh say things about myself. I'm a huge fan of music, so I post stuff about music. I'm a huge fan of Star Wars, so I post up pictures of uh of Star Wars stuff and uh uh just to, I lighten it up a bit. That's one one side of the the other thing. And then once in a while, I'll drop the interest rates, and then that's what kind of gets people talking. That's what, uh, for example, uh, we have 2.99 right now with one of our with one of our uh, uh, lenders here. And the, and the 2.99, I, I threw up on my Facebook page just two days ago, and uh, and um, uh, I get a, I get a private message from from a friend saying, um, "Hey, tell me more about this 2.99." A more specific example or another, another example of using Facebook is there's other people out there that will, uh, look for um, like businesses on Facebook, so so you might you might see this on Facebook where a friend will post. Does anyone know a deck builder? Or does anyone know uh, any good any good um, real estate agents? Um, what has happened to me was uh, a customer of mine, uh, a now customer of mine has he posted before, before uh, a couple months ago saying I'm looking for a mortgage broker. Um, because of our mutual friends, my name was the one that popped up the most on his question um as long uh, as well as other other great brokers in, in the city um but uh but uh, these these uh, my friends essentially are advocates for my business and uh and and uh and i ended up getting a deal that way because uh because i do have those advocates right um so it works it works in that sense right so there's a there's a few ways that uh it not like it doesn't work every time but it works right
0: right and it's I'll, working for me if, yeah, no, if i'm all, getting forty awesome. percent
1: right um so uh and, it, and it's just being in front of them uh, uh virtual virtual wise right you know I, I wish every single person on my on my friends list happy birthday every single morning i wake up uh i get on i get on uh facebook and i wish them uh if it's their birthday happy birthday i don't uh i don't talk about mortgages on facebook uh specifically to we uh, on the birthdays i just say happy birthday just to let them know that i care um which i genuinely do and uh, and what, what the, whole, the whole the idea is oh Matt Matt said had birthday to me what's going on in Matt's uh, Facebook page they'll go search my Facebook page they'll see the, they'll see the things that I'm interested in and they'll see where I work and and it just kind of goes from there right
0: right I love it my my dad used to always yep. say uh, one of his friends are better than money and so uh, clearly on Facebook y- you've really figured out how to harness that and and you're not Hammering people with because there's some people that just sort of in my mind they kind of vomit their business everywhere, yeah. including on Facebook yeah. or social media, and it actually does more harm than good because people go, man, I don't want to. That guy is, you know, it's, it's, annoying. it's annoying. It's annoying, and he's just talking about himself yeah. all the time, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's it's hard because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of business uh, owners that I know that do that that just re- that just throw everything that they do on Facebook, and it it it, it does look a little bit pompous, but you know what? It might work for them. I don't know. It, that doesn't work for me. Um, and not to say that it's wrong, but to me it is a bit annoying,
0: right? Right. And hey, if you like Star Wars, we're already like... I remember that, you know, they came out when I was really young and I'm I'm a huge Star Wars fan as well. So uh, I oh, wanted great. to name my this son Luke, but my wife's like... Because then I could do the whole Darth Vader thing and my wife's like, soon as I... <laughs> She said, well, how about Lucas for a name? And I'm like, oh, that'd be awesome. I could do the Luke, I'm your father. And she's like, forget it. Name's out. And,
1: well, as long as you didn't name your son Darth Vader, I think it will be okay, right? So.
0: Right. But anyway, okay. <laughs> so the, the next thing I've noticed too is with the – there's been a lot of talk in our industry about the need to diversify income and looking at other products and services. And so I just wanted to get your take on – the diversifying of income is it an area that you're working on is it an area you don't work on and it
1: yeah you know. that's that's a weird question scott because for for the longest time i have been focusing on just mortgages and only mortgages I and mean, i like it i'm good at it um and and diversifying uh has definitely been a uh uh what's been what's been kind of popping up in in every meeting diversify diversify, diversify and um it's not something that I have been paying attention to, right? The, uh, the, but I, I also think it's something that shouldn't be forgotten. I, I'm a firm believer of, I'm not, I'm not a, an insurance guy. So why should I be selling insurance to, to you? I'd rather refer this, this, this insurance product to someone who's, uh, number one, gone to school with it, who's certified for, for this, who knows what they're talking. Um, that way, they're getting the proper knowledge, the proper service, uh, that they deserve. Um, but at the same time, um, the, I, I believe the future of our industry is, is, uh, it's heading towards full financial planning. So it's something that I, I can't, I just can't ignore. Right. But at this, at this current moment, I focus just on mortgages because that's what I do. I'm not an insurance guy. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a real estate agent. Um, Sometimes I feel like I have to be a real estate agent, but but um, ultimately I'm not. I, I sell mortgages, right. right? And I don't even sell anything. To tell you the honest truth, I've never sold anything in my life. My am jo- i am not a salesman. Um, I'm—I uh, look at it as I'm a—I'm an educator. I am here to educate my clients on products and and how things work and how things work in their favor. How things how how things may not work in their favor, and ultimately it's up to to them to make the decision um, on on uh on what's best for, the, for them right
0: so mm-hmm. no that's good good stuff yep. so uh, the other que- another question i'd like to ask is where you obviously have a young family you have a busy mortgage mm-hmm. practice you've got you know six yep. sub brokers and so how do you manage how do you balance running your mortgage practice and family the
1: uh the the, the biggest way is to uh oh, the biggest way for me is i have a very very supportive wife she's been able to uh to uh, support me, knowing that this is a commission job, she knows that it's important. Uh, a Commission job for me, but she—it's—it's it's also equally important for uh, my clients, right? So, so uh, that's how I do it. I got a very good supportive wife who who knows everything is important. Everything that I do is important for for our family, and everything is important for for my clients. Um, one of the reasons why I became a mortgage broker is because uh, when I bought my my first condo. Back in 2006, I actually had the worst service of my life. Um, and uh, this is when I was still working in retail. The, the, uh, so was, and the lady that did my mortgage, she was a uh, mortgage specialist at one, of the, at one of the major banks. And the service was just so bad. you know. And she actually pulled up in like a $100,000 vehicle. And I'm thinking to myself, you're driving a $100,000 vehicle and you're giving such crappy service. Like, what is that? Um, so, so, uh, but besides the point, my wife, uh, is very supportive and, uh, it's, it's, without her, I I honestly don't know how I would be able to, to juggle this because, you know, we, 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 uh, and you might, I mean, you could probably appreciate this, Scott, right? We, we, we put on hats. We have the father hat. We have the broker hat. We have the friend hat. And it's definitely hard to, uh, to, to juggle all of this. Right.
0: Right. Yeah, so it sounds like you so, Yeah, so the whole idea
1: is get a good wife.
0: Yeah, I was going to just say marry up. If what, the, Yeah, marry up. The tip exactly, here, right? <laughs> mortgage brokers is marry up so that well, whoever you're supposed are, to are supportive.
1: Marry up. I, I mean, there, and there's, there's other things like process and streamlining, stuff like that. Uh, but ultimately, I, I wouldn't have the time to do this unless I had a very supportive
0: wife. Cool. You're going to have to get her to listen to this, or she'll be like, oh, it's like getting me flowers, Matt.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, and I'm gonna, every time we get into a fight, I'm just gonna say, "Hey, you should listen to, to Scott's uh, interview there." <laughs>
0: okay. So we're gonna move to the rapid fire questions. So these ones you can answer sure. shorter answers. And so, what is the number one thing holding most mortgage brokers back from being successful?
1: The answer to that is uh, work ethics. They're either lazy or they don't want to work. They just expect.
0: Good. I. That's a great answer. And what one? What one habit? Or a thing that you've been doing has made you successful.
1: Transparency. Uh, I'm very transparent to everyone I know. I'm an open book, uh, whether you like it or not. And uh, most people like it because uh, I'm not. I'm not here to, uh, to uh, mess around kind of thing, right? I'm not here to, to screw anyone over. I'm an open book. Ask me all the questions you want, and I'll answer it to the best of my knowledge.
0: That's great. And then, so do you have like a an internet resource, like you know, a Dropbox or Evernote or some software program you use to make your business more successful?
1: No, no, nothing like that. Um, uh, I mean, I use Dropbox with realtors who need to send me stuff on the go. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I don't. I don't uh, do Dropbox with clients or uh, or anything like that. So, no, not really. Maybe just Dropbox.
0: Okay. And do you, if you had a book that you could recommend to our listeners, what would it be?
1: You know what's kind of funny, Scott? I'm not. I don't read. I don't read. I don't have time to read. Uh, so I, I don't. I don't have an answer for that. Uh, I could tell you what books have been recommended to me, which I would want to read. Um, I've heard Fight Club is actually a, a, a very, very good book um, to read, but I, I don't read. That's, all, that's you, can watch, you
0: can watch the movie. <laughs> I can watch the movie. I'm a
1: I'm a movie watcher, right? So.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't have time to read. Fight. The first rule of Fight Club is we don't talk about Fight Club.
1: Exactly right. Yeah. Have you Have you read the book?
0: No, I haven't. But I'm sure that it would be it, the movie's kind of trippy. So I'm sure the book would even be more so. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. So that's, that's great. Hurt. And then, where do you think our industry's headed? Like, where is the opportunity right now?
1: Um. Yeah, I think I touched a little bit. I uh, touched base on this a little bit earlier. Is uh, I think it's heading towards full financial planning, full real estate planning. Uh, full full uh, estate planning um and and uh, it would be interesting to see uh where where Oh, okay, I'm going to ramble a bit on this. I, I I feel that the industry is going towards full financial planning. same that's that's the big picture. I think the uh, the short term period, and when I mean short term, I don't mean a month or two months. I mean maybe in the next five years or so. Uh, I, I believe mortgage brokers uh, will start seeing more business because we're being more aware in the public. Like the public knows, are starting to know what a mortgage broker. Does um, and and with more awareness means means um, uh, across our fingers more business for us because uh, ultimately what we do is for for the people who who are who are looking to buy or looking to refinance or or are in a pickle need to get out we're there to help them um, so with more awareness is which is where I think uh, short term that's where it's going um, long term. I think full financial planning. I think uh, it won't just be uh, getting your mortgage broker license; it'll be getting your your real estate license, or or you're going to get your financial ticket, uh, financial planning ticket, um, and so on. And anything we could do to kind of offer all products to our to our clients is probably where it's going. But I don't know. I don't have a I don't have a, a magic ball. I can't see the future, but that's kind of where my gut feeling is telling me where it's going.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm seeing that too. And there's a couple. There's people. There's two different models that are sort of starting to emerge. One is the person who starts to get dually licensed or triply licensed. And then other people are yep. doing it with a team approach where under one roof yep. or one banner, you come in and you can get uh, multiple you know, products and services that are all, uh, yeah, kind of wrapped together. So yeah, I agree with you. That well, feels in, like in, it's a yeah, trend.
1: In, in the big picture, if, uh, if I can walk into a bank and get everything done uh, or walk into a brokerage or walk into some kind of company and they do it all for me in one stop, Oh man, wouldn't that be great? Right? Um instead of oh you need insurance, you should go talk to this guy. Oh you need a lawyer, go talk to this guy or you, or, or you need to uh you, you need to talk to a real estate agent, go talk to this this girl kind of thing. Um if uh, that's where I see the bit as far as the big picture, but in the bit in the little picture, um we're going to see more market shares. That's for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Okay, Ms. Mike, one of my favorite questions and it's the DeLorean mm-hmm. question. Remember the Back of the Future movie? Absolutely, one of my favorites. And so, uh, it, there's, you didn't have to read the book, so you could just you could just watch this one. I don't know if there is a book, but so imagine if you could jump in the DeLorean, you could wh- whip back to seven years ago, and you you could have mm-hmm. you know give yourself three pieces of advice. So you you get to meet yourself. You're a little bit younger. Maybe you're a little bit thinner. Fifteen years ago, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, yeah, that sounds all right. And then, so what three things would you, in order to make your business more successful today, what three things would you say to yourself?
1: The first thing is. Uh, don't miss out on opportunities. Okay. Uh, harness every relationship. Um, goes back to that what we we're talking about earlier, Scott, about the failed relationships. Um, don't want to miss out on those those things that are handed to you, uh, and you want to treat it treat it good. The other thing is, um, be knowledgeable. Like, be prepared. Be prepared for stress. <laughs> right uh, and and uh, cuz it's a, it's a stressful job um with uh with deadlines uh, sometimes the deadlines are 3 days sometimes the deadlines is 5 days sometimes we don't have a deadline which makes it even more stressful um the the uh, and the last thing is be wise with your money um, the the uh the commission stuff is hard and and it's a, it's a hard it's a hard it's a hard it's a hard thing when when you're commission work when you're in commission work because you don't know when your next paycheck is, um, but uh, you gotta definitely be smart with your money because that tax man could come creeping up on you, right?
0: Yes, we. I've seen that happen money. myself. <laughs> yeah,
1: those those would definitely be the three things.
0: Okay, that's great advice. Well, yeah. Matt, I have really enjoyed our conversation um, as a fellow Jedi and. Uh, you know, I may not be totally embrace the Facebook thing, but I'm going to... It's
1: okay, Scott, because the force is strong in, in you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have another story. I'll tell you some other time about my son. I had convinced him when he was two, three years old that the force was real. And anyway, it's a, it's quite a, it's a <laughs> hilarious story. He feels very embarrassed about it now, but I'm like, dude, you were three and I pretty much brainwashed you. So
1: Exactly right. So no big deal, right? <laughs> so
0: this has no, been thanks awesome. Thanks for having
1: me. I really appreciate it.
0: How can people find you online?
1: Uh, they can go to uh, mortgagealert.ca
0: um, is, is my website.
1: Um, they could also uh, go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash YYC mortgages, um, or, um, or a simple, simple Google search.
0: Matthew Key okay. with two E's. With two E's,
1: K-E-E, not K-E-Y, but yeah,
0: K-E-E. And are you hiring right now if somebody's a subbroker in your market and they, hey, they hear you and they say, hey, I'd like to connect with you?
1: absolutely absolutely we we uh we're a young team uh we we want to uh evolve with the industry we also want to try to, to try to put our input and change it to a better industry i don't know how we're going to do that but it's a goal of mine um, and uh yeah if anyone's interested out there or uh, who wants to talk or become a mortgage broker call me i lo- i love i love my job it's it's one of the greatest things we we i've ever done in my life is, is is uh setting up money for someone to live in their in their house and then a few years later the house is worth you know a couple hundred thousand dollars more and uh and all thanks to us right so
0: right well thanks good, again good Matt day. and and uh broker nation if you want to check out this or other shows you go to ilovemortgagebrokering.com you can type in Matt in the show notes or in the search bar and you'll find him and thanks again Matt we'll we'll talk soon thanks buddy the only podcast for brokers by brokers. I Love Mortgage Brokering will inspire you to up your mortgage business. Join your host, Scott Peckford. Hey, Broker Nation, Scott Peckford here. Have you joined our VIP club for mortgage brokers yet? If not, you're missing out. We share exclusive content not available on the web or the show. We share scripts, step-by-step guides, and other insider tips to help you save time and make you more money. I can't tell you how many times after I turn off the recorder, a guest starts sharing some awesome advice or a script or, or a tip, and I take the best of this and share it with my VIPs. If you want to get on the list, visit mortgage slash VIP. That's mortgage slash VIP. Oh, and one other thing. Since this is exclusively for mortgage brokers, there is a skill testing question. Good luck, and I hope you continue to rock your mortgage biz.